for the Dreams of Children podcast series from Connie Maxwell Children's Ministries, featuring President Danny Nicholson. This series exists to bring to light stories of children and families. Good morning to everybody. We are very, very thankful to have an opportunity to to do another For the Dreams of Children podcast. This is Danny Nicholson, uh, president at Connie Maxwell Children's Ministries, and I am delighted today to have someone that a lot of you listeners uh, know and remember or had friendship with is Reverend Jay Collins. He was pastor here at Connie Maxwell for a number of years. And when I first came here to be president, I heard Jay's name a lot of the time and finally had a luncheon with him and a breakfast with him. And we had the chance to share stories and now I understand why people are fond of him and, and his love and his commitment to Connie Maxwell. So I thought well, it'll be great to have Jay come and share some stories and talk about what kind of Maxwell means to him. So welcome, Jay. Thank you. And I appreciate you being here. And uh, I'm going to start with a really easy question. Oh, good. Uh, just throw it right <laughs> over there to you. And the question is, uh, why Why does Connie Maxwell mean so much to you and, 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 and to the children that we serve? Well, I guess, you know, with maturity, uh, you're able to look back with uh, a different sense of perspective. When you're in the middle of something, you don't realize uh, the significance of what's happening. So it's taken me a number of years, even after I left Connie Maxwell, to realize this impact on my life and what it meant to me in a very important time in my life. And uh, so I think just the fact that um, as I look back, I look back with a sense of gratitude just for the opportunity of being pastor mm-hmm. and to be exposed and rub shoulders with uh, people like Dr. Sam Smith and for a short period of time, John Murdoch and uh, and become real close friends with Hayward Prince. Uh, those are I mean, we have so many memories uh, that uh, it just stirs me every time I think of some of them and and recall them. But uh, I think my time here, I look back and one word I would pick to to say that uh, it's just uh, something that happens on campus is the freedom that you have. uh, Because when I came... uh, I had to basically the freedom to develop any kind of program at the church that I wanted to. No one said you had to do it the way anybody else, Dr. Murdoch had done it or Dr. Jameson. And uh, so I had that freedom to be creative uh, with the children and, and to do different kinds of programming. Uh, so it was it was a real challenge, but uh, I look back with a sense that uh, it was a great time. And well, I feel like uh, your yeah. face that you love that, that you love oh, yeah. creative for that you love right right. I love the fact that I had the freedom to be creative you Mm -hmm. know and I think this is a creative place I think I've noticed the development even as you're in now the dreaming again of being creative how do you be uh, a witness to children young people and families in a time such as we're living so well you know I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, we're into our decade of dreams it's a 10 year plan that we want to to work towards and one of the things that we have built our dreams upon are the past I don't think you can go anywhere in the future if you're not embracing 
they always say people who brought you to the dance. Remember who brought you to the dance, right? And so Jameson, you mentioned, and Smith, and uh, all, all these folks. And so um, um, I heard you mention those people. Um, do you still to this day think of all the things that Smith and those folks planted in this place and its history and, and how beautiful those things are and how they still remain and linger today? Yeah, I think they left such a legacy. Uh, I, I think uh, Jameson and Smith and Murdoch, those names, and, and Hayward too. I would add Hayward to it because I had the personal contact with him. I, I think they poured their heart and they used their best abilities uh, to respond to what needed to be done now. Uh, and, you know, always resistance, any kind of change is going to have some resistance. Oh, sure. And uh, so that was a part of it. And all. Yeah, I, I, I think there. you talked to some of the people who were here years ago and, you know, they, they have such fond memories oh, yes, uh, because they were, they were sincere guys. They, you know, they wouldn't here to, to build their own kingdom uh they i think all of them had a sincere desire to love children to uh, to minister and to be used of god and i, I think they were yeah and well they're still inspiring me i mean you know yeah. i couldn't get over before i ever started looking at the future i just couldn't i had to bury myself right. in the past and right. respect to the things right that done. do you remember uh, a moment there are probably a hundred thousand of them, but do you remember a moment, a child, uh, something that changed or moved because of the love that was shown a child? And all your years, I'm sure you have hundreds of stories, but do you remember one that just that stays with you about a child and, and how they were loved and responded to that here, kind of Maxwell? Well, there's there's a lot of uh, I, my memory went back to a lot of mission trips that we had with a, a number of uh, of children on campus. Uh, I remember when it was um, the way I carried out thing when a new kid came, I call them kid, ch- young person, child came to c- campus. I would set up a conference with them and spend about ten fifteen minutes just to kind of get a feel for who they were and some of their family life and, uh, you know, uh, how much church had been involved in the past, you know, where do you start from and, and uh, do they need a Bible, stuff like that. Um, and I had one little fellow I remember, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but I remember him. He was about 10 or 12 years old. He was sitting in my office and he was talking about his family. He was talking about his mother and... Um, Understand. I feel that way too sometimes. She had died of cancer, and uh, he said uh, she was only 38 years old. And I guess I realized, you know, all the different experiences and grief and trauma that the kids had gone through and how. We need to be sensitive to that. With it. Yeah. That's one story I didn't think it would no, get too much like that. But yeah. yeah, you know, I, I guess um, one of the things that Deborah and I have uh, uh, become aware of, you, you know, and I say this for all the people that might be listening and 
the reason for the silence there is, is, is um, you know, Jay was moved with compassion, thinking of the thought of a child who'd lost his mother in, in such a way and, um, and how it affected that child. And some of the work that we're doing and praying towards now is that we can go deeper into understanding the wounds and trauma of children. But Deborah and I have come to realize that this is a lot deeper than we thought. And mm-hmm. if you're not working with this every day, you don't know the tragedy and brokenness. Right. You know, how children lose families and are abused or, you know, it just breaks your heart, fills you yeah. with compassion. Well, I felt, you know, it, the follow up to say that, you know, he was in a place now where people could help him deal with that and provide him a safe environment, you know, to uh, hopefully during the transition time, because I don't think he was here that, that long on campus. But we never, never know what the environment here meant to him and, uh, during that time. So it, it um, we have a lot of wonderful stories about I remember we went, took a busload of kids to a man and boy rally in Abbeville. And I was driving the van. It was filled with a couple of the men staff, but it was filled with young people, uh, fellas. And we were going down the road and we got to singing. <laughs> and one of the little fella, I remember his name was Amos, I believe. Uh, anyway, I don't remember his last name. But he was up there kind of leading everybody. And then he got so moved and he looked over. And I was driving the van. He said, Dr. Collins, would you lead us in prayer? <laughs> then he thought, but keep your eyes open. <laughs> Don't close them while you Well, let me just take a let me take a second before we conclude here um, um, to thank you. You're welcome. All, thank for you all. for the opportunity. To... Well, and I think I think I, I think I want I want it to be deeper than that. I want it to be broader than that. Um, you know. I'm not sure, the older I get, uh, the more I recognize some of the things that we leave behind. Right. Uh, where it's just easy for us to leave behind and not appreciate and value people uh, in a way that they deserve. Yeah. And so uh, I, w- I didn't have this part planned, but I'm sitting here looking at you and I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, you know what? God used Jay Collins at Connie Maxwell. Mm-hmm. And, and it's my job right now to say thank you for all those years of what you did and love those kids. Uh, just being around you a little bit that I have, uh, they love you probably as much as I do now too. And so thank you for, yeah, for thank all you. you did. It means thank a lot. You. So I'm going to conclude by saying uh, I do this every time, and I think it's great because we're getting a, a parade of words and a litany of words of, of what this place means to people. And so I want to just ask you, in conclusion, what's one word that uh, Jay Collins would say about Connie Maxwell? If you could reduce it to one word, what what would that word be uh, in your experience and in your heart? Hmm. Hope. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think of a lot of words, but hope would hope, hope would be one. Yeah. You think this place gives hope to children? It, Do you believe this place gives hope to children? I, very much so. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, opportunity to things be different. Uh, at least just to, to let them be, you know, uh, continue to develop and to grow and to accept them. Yeah. And be safe. Yeah, be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think hope is about the best word you could choose. <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping that we continue to give hope for a long, long time. Our plans are to strengthen this place and to bring as many children to heaven as we can. And so uh, thanks for your you're work and the blessing of knowing you. And so thank you all for listening. We enjoy talking for just a few minutes, but keep checking for the For the Dreams of Children podcast. Uh, it'll have a lot of stories about hope and children and what Connie Maxwell does here to love and minister to them. So till next time, take care. God bless you. And uh, always, always remember to go out and find a child of love. Do, do something for a child today, okay? All right. God bless you. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to our For the Dreams of Children podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at ConnieMaxwell.com.